Welcome to Courageous Conversation with Teresa W. Gamble, powered by Carcia Resource Professional Consultant. Courageous Conversation is a diversity, equality, exclusive initiative. It's a gracious space for a meaningful discussion about culture, life, business, work, learn, live, worship, and Greetings and welcome, everyone. This is your host, Teresa W. Gamble, Courageous Conversations, always coming to you with the updates. But this particular podcast episode is about news that we can use in the Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County area. However, it may be transferable to your area. We will make sure and see from our special guest that we have today, the amazing Angela Beckwith Tompkins. She is working with the Northwest Jacksonville. They are hosting this amazing information community forum that's coming up on July 21st. It's the Family Wealth Building Project. I know lately with this pandemic, we need to really have these conversations. And I am so glad that Angela reached out to me and shared this event. And I found it befitting to make sure we bring it to you. So welcome to the Courageous Conversations, Angela. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate you. No worries. No worries. As always, we have crossed paths in our community, always impact and invoke and change. And I love the work that you do and the different platforms that you do it in. You are highly sought after. Everybody always asks me and tell, talk about all the work that you do in our community. And I am truly grateful for it, as well as our community members. So Thank you. So tell us about this um, Family Wealth Building Project, AGES, Addressing Generational Economic Strategies. Yes, ma'am, I sure will. We are excited at Northwest Jacksonville Community Development Corporation. We're being led by Paul Tutwiler, who is our CEO and has actually been doing this type of work in the community for more than 20 years. We were recently um, blessed with the opportunity to serve our community in another way. In light of all of the things that are happening with real estate, land transactions, and the pandemic and the effects of those things, it was important that we reach out to find ways to help our communities in ways that they have been overlooked before. So what we have is a relationship with LISC, a local funding organization, and the city of Jacksonville, another funding organization for us that provided us with monies to be able to help families in the Northwest Jacksonville community to maintain generational wealth. That's a big term, but, but more elementary stated, it is the ability to keep your finances within your family and to teach your generations how to, to maintain control of that. So Teresa, what happens here is there are horror stories of people who lose their homes to taxes or who lose their homes because they need repairs done and they're not the rightful owner. And so what NJCDC has been able to do is come in with partners such as Three Rivers Legal Three, Three Rivers Legal Services and provide the legal help that is needed to get these things straightened out. Most of the time, it is free to the community members that respond to our call. That is amazing because I have heard horror stories too um, as well about people losing a home, trying to get repairs done, and mm -hmm. they don't have evidentiary proof that they own the property. Um, so with that being said, for an individual who is going through this what is the first steps that they need to take or um how would they you know what documentation do they need to have to even have you all to assist them with this 
Most often, they don't need anything. They just need to contact us. Um, as you mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, we're having a community forum on July 21st at the Mount Calvary Church over on Kings Road. And so we just ask people to attend and hear what we're we're pr putting out there as far as information to determine, yes, they do need our help, or yes, in a lot of other cases, I know somebody who needs that help. So point in case, there was um, hurricanes a few years ago, NJCDC was provided funds to help uninsured or underinsured homeowners get repairs. The saddest thing happened was there were people living in homes that absolutely without question needed repairs, but because they weren't the title owner, there was absolutely nothing that could be done. So that home went unrepaired. And in the community that we're speaking of, not repairing homes leads to blight, which leads to other things, which needs to, leads to decreasing property values, not only of the home of the individual we're speaking of, but the homeowners who live in the immediate vicinity of those homes. So the answer to your question first is they don't need anything need to contact me. My email address is listed here. Um, come to this forum. Give us a call at the office. I'll provide that number later on. But just let us know that you think you may need help. And that's where the ball starts rolling. Oh, wow. That's good. Because most people are concerned if they don't have the evidentiary proof of ownership that they can't get the assistance. So that's great to know that they just come as they are, and then you all help them navigate that space. That is amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it was something that you said that um, about the hurricanes. So mm -hmm. for those who wind up, I'm quite sure they wind up losing their homes. What happens to them? Do you, you know, do they still retain residency or do they have to uproot and go somewhere else? Or does what's going on now with all these investors that's coming into the community buying up these properties? And I'm glad that you said that. And so an answer to what happens to a homeowner who is not the title owner and cannot get the help, that's exactly what this program is about, to help get the probate done um, of the previous generation. So sometimes our legal partner has had to go back and do several probates on one piece of property. It gets diluted when there are um, blended families and there's a decedent owner, and then you've got heirs on both sides, and it, it, it definitely requires legal intervention. So for a person who ends up in that situation, that's who we need to talk to, because we need to help them do whatever they need to do so that they can become the title owner, so that they can have access to funds to repair homes. Even if we're outside of the window of the grant that we use to repair for that hurricane, there may be other opportunities to get some funding for people, but the very first step is making sure that they're the appropriately titled owner of that property. That's then you mentioned the, the businesses that are coming and buying a property. Yes, we certainly want to make sure that along these same lines, we get the property titled correctly so that no one can buy it up for taxes. A smaller part of this grant that we're talking about, Teresa, provides assistance with back taxes. So those are ex evaluated on a case-by-case -case basis uh, by us and our legal partner, Three Rivers Legal Services, to determine what, if anything, can be done to help. The travesty or the tragedy of this would be if someone is just sitting there going, I can't believe the help is free. It is It is most oftentimes free. You just have to come in and have the conversation and be willing to allow us to do the work. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad you said that because that's the first question I was going to ask. What any out-of-pocket cost or expense it is to the individual, even with all the probate and the legal work that you all are doing. So do they qualify based on their income or this just, you know, open case by case basis is open to those individuals that follow that criteria? 
I think I'm going to say it's on a case by case basis. But what I can tell you is with the grant, as it was originally stated, there wasn't a financial um, requirement. So the evaluation was made based on the cases. And um, the grant originally was set to service families in the Durkeeville community, but has been expanded based on the number of responses that we're getting. And if it is not something we can do through this particular grant, we now have access to attorneys who are able then to help us help individuals. So nobody's gonna go unserved. Nobody's gonna go unanswered. Every call, every referral that we make through Northwest Jacksonville CDC is going to go to Three Rivers. They're going to do the evaluation. They're going to make the return calls and they're going to have in-depth conversations with the community members about how they can help. That is amazing. So with I love the initiative and the effort that y'all are putting out, but I'm concerned because of the housing crisis and the cost of inflation. Will these individuals have the time and to be able to come meet and talk with you all when most of them are now picking up two and three jobs just to stay above float? So are you all flexible to work around their schedule? Is something available on the weekends for them or early in the morning or something online like this to get access to this help? It, yes, we are absolutely flexible. The caveat to that is if you're interested, you have to have skin in the game. So there may be a time when they won't be able to meet. We won't be able to meet after hours or on the weekends. But what I can assure you is we're going to do everything we can to make ourselves available, as will our legal partners make themselves available to serve the community. Because our interest is we no longer want to sit back and watch our community fall apart or investors come in and sweep up all the property from under us because we're not being proactive in ensuring that we've got our paperwork in order that's good so is it a deadline they need to apply for the assistance or or expiration date the answer is probably until the money runs out that's good and so we've been doing this for a little while now so we've got people who are currently being served individuals whose cases are currently in probate, individuals who have more than one probate in more than one county to deal with the property that they're currently residing in. So the answer to the question is, we've got this event scheduled for July 21st. I think if anyone is interested, they need to make their way to that event. We'll provide a Zoom link subsequently for them to attend virtually if they cannot, but the best way to attend is in person because then you can ask the questions that you need to have asked. And while it's an open forum, it's not a, an attorney attorney-client relationship being developed at that meeting, but there are general questions. General is, is relative. Questions being answered, but will certainly let individuals know how they can be helped in their particular case. That's good. That's good. So is there a jurisdictional geographic location that you all, are, this program is being serviced? Originally, it was for the Durkeeville community, and I believe that's 32209, but I can tell you that, that we have exceeded those boundaries in certain instances. Okay, so, so pretty much the um, um, urban core communities like Durkeeville or yes. College Gardens, um, Absolutely. Magnolia Gardens, those black and brown communities yes. in Duval County. Yes, okay. and the reason, Teresa, is because we are so often in that community, the last served, um, the last who have access to information. And so what we wanted to do with this particular initiative was take the work to the people, take the message to the people. And then now, now that we've taken the message, now we need the people to come and receive the benefit of the message. 
That's good. I love it. I lo- Again, you always, always <laughs> have that charge and trying to make sure we get the information necessary that has been hidden from us. And just like you said, we've all that black and brown communities have always been the last to be serviced. But again, as I said, we're always working. That's why we don't never get the information. Right. So, so Angela, tell us some more about this form, where it's going to be, what time, who they need to call the RSVP. You know, are y'all accepting questions in advance for um, the forum um, panelists to address? Tell How do we prepare for this amazing community and forum that's coming up? Thank you. The The forum is going to be held on July 21st, which is this Thursday. We've got two sessions, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's at 10 o'clock and at two o'clock. They usually run about an hour and a half to two hours, depending upon the number of individuals who come, because as we know, the more people we have, the more questions we're going to have. And what we say at the beginning of each of these forums is there are no dumb questions. If you're thinking it, someone else is thinking it too. So we invite all questions. So in answer to your question about whether we'll take advanced questions, absolutely. Um, My email address is atompkins at nwjcdc.org. Those questions can be directed to me. If, If it's easier, Telephone number is 904-379-0243. And just ask to speak with someone about the AGES program. And we called it AGES because we do want to address generational economic strategies because we don't want to just talk about keeping the house. We want to talk about teaching our children how to keep things that, that they have either received as heirs or that they purchased themselves. Another important, so important component of this is having a will in place. If you own a home, the most important thing you can have is a will, but you don't have to own anything to have a will. But the people that we're looking to address are those people who are homeowners who don't have a will. We need you to come and see us so we can help you get your will because that will is what keeps your property in the name of your family or whoever you decide wants to, you want to have that home. That's good. And so the address for the forum is 2360 Kings Road, right in the middle of the north side out of Jacksonville, down the street or up the street, depending upon where you're coming from, from EWU. So we're excited that Mount Calvary has opened its doors and allowed us to, to allow the public to come in. And it's large enough that we don't have a limit on the number of people. Um, we're going to have refreshments. We've got a couple of partners who are working with us, but we want everyone who thinks you might need this information to come out because the worst thing that can happen is you can get the information and not need it. But the best thing that can happen is you needed this information and you didn't know where to go. Here we are. That's what we're here to do. That is amazing. That's amazing, Angela. So besides this program, are there any other family wealth building projects, um, programs or services you all are doing now currently or planning for the future that our listeners and our viewers need to be aware of? I can tell you that that speaks to what NJCDC is as an organization. We, um, our, the most of our bread and butter comes from our affordable housing programs. We build affordable housing in the urban core, in the Northwest corridor. Um, we've got this past year, 10 homes that we built. And this next year, we're looking to build 20 more. Those homes are in the north side, but the idea behind that is to bring new housing in to improve the value of the community so that people will not run away from the north side, but come back to the north side to lay down their roots, to build their families, to build more homes, to buy more homes in the community so that people who look like us 
are buying the homes in our neighborhoods. And not that we're unwelcoming, but I think that a lot of what has driven people away from the North side is the condition of housing. And so at Northwest Jacksonville CDC, we wanna change that picture. We also do rentals. We have affordable rentals. Northwest Jacksonville CDC has a rental portfolio of about 80 units. Those are both multifamily and single family units. And so we're out there making sure people have somewhere to stay that they can afford to live. We also have a crime reduction program um, by virtue of a grant from the city of Jacksonville. We do a um, care violence program. Ours is called Bridges to the Cure. So we have um, guys and young ladies who are out doing, uh, working on our crime reduction initiative. And then we're also revamping or rebuilding or lighting another fire under our economic development portion. What we want to do in certain areas, there's an area of the North side that is a food desert. And Teresa, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am. And I did a, I did a paper in law school that it started out with a, there was no grocery store in the community. And as a result of there being no grocery store in the community, a child committed murder and had to serve life in prison. It's not a true story, but it was an analogy that I made. There's no grocery store. So, so if you go with me for just one second, no grocery store in the community, but at the corner store, I mean, at the corner, there's the store where it, the families who live in that area, because they don't have the grocery store, do their shopping at that corner store. Most likely they're getting sugar and stuff that is not good for them right. if they get anything at all. So then you have the children of this family who go to a school in the community who are hungry, who a hungry child is not going to learn because they're hungry. And this goes to an analogy in the Bible. You can't you you can't bless me with you can't expect me to hear you if I'm hungry. So instead of me telling this, this child to learn this lesson, now we've got to figure out how to feed this child. Well, if the child is embarrassed because they don't have food at home, and if I get this food, they're going to know I don't have food, then I'm going to be disruptive in class. Well, if, if I'm disruptive in class, I'm going to get kicked out. If I get kicked out of school, the most time the kids get in trouble is when they're not in school. And what are they going to do? Something that we're tagged differently than a lot of other people. So this child gets arrested for something and gets an exorbitant sentence. And now he's out of the home. We don't have a grocery store in in the Northwest card in the community. So part of what NJCDC is looking to do is find a way to get a grocery store over there. So we erase all of these bad things that are happening. And so NJCDC is intimately involved and connected with the community that it serves. And I can tell you that Mr. Tutwiler, again, has been doing this for more than 20 years and he knows his neighborhood. He knows the community and they rely on him. They complain to him. They fuss at him, but they know that he's going to listen. And so that's how we were able to come up with this ages program, because there was a very important need for us to address the economics of the members of our community. That is amazing. I love it. I love all the effort and initiatives. And I wanted you to expound on it because this, uh, the AGES project may not apply to certain people, but there may be other services that you have and programs that available that may help others, especially with the housing um, issue. You know, recently they talk about persons with disabilities, they're being priced out of their home. So they're looking for somewhere to stay. And knowing that your program, Northwest Jacksonville, your organization is doing that, have the rentals and the home ownership, that is a breath of fresh air and mainstream, our local mainstream media is not giving enough coverage to it. So I'm happy to be able to highlight that here today. But again, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Angela Bethwick Thompson, JD. She is with the Northwest Jacksonville CDC, and they're hosting an upcoming community forum about addressing generational economic strategies. That means if you have home 
own a home that has been left to you by your older elders in the family and you don't have the title ownership to it. You don't own it. You need help going through probate to be able to keep and sustain the property. If the property needs repairs, you need to be in the place on July 21st, either 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. at Mount Calvary Baptist Church at 2360 Kings Road, Jacksonville, Florida, 32209, down the street from Edward Waters University. Let me break it down a little more. College Gardens, Grand Park area, so you can understand exactly where you need to be in the Northwest Jays community. So, Angela, I thank you so much for this information. Thank you and Mr. Tutwala and your team for putting this together. And I'm glad that I hope it's enough funding to keep it going so we can run these investors out of our community and have African black and brown families be able to take ownership of these properties. So before we go, what is your last call to action for our listeners and our viewers? If anything that has been said today has captured your attention in any way, you need to be there. No matter how small it was or how large it was, if any one thing that was said today made you think or, or made you think of someone, you need to be there and you need to reach out to that someone and bring them with you. We won't take a whole lot of your time, but I promise you, we're gonna give you a whole lot of information that's gonna make you a whole lot better. That is amazing. So you heard it right here on Courageous Conversations, this community information forum on family wealth building projects. And you all know this month, I really been talking about it. I really been pushing it on social media because these are the kitchen table conversations we need to be having, not just among ourselves, but bringing in experts like Angela and Mr. Tutwiler and their organization to help you with that plan. A plan doesn't work unless you have a strategy. So the strategy requires getting experts to help you execute. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Make sure you're in the place. Call to RSVP at 904-379-0243 or email Angela. Angela, give them your email address one more time. It is A. Tompkins. Tompkins is spelled T-O-M-P-K-I-N-S at nwjcdc.org. All right, you heard it here with your hostess with the mostest. Thank you so much, Angela, for sharing this information. We are giving you the news you can use, so stay connected. Make sure you share this episode and this video because it will help someone if it will not help you. You've been listening to Courageous Conversation with Teresa W. Gamble. Courageous Conversation is powered by Carcier Resource Professional Consultant. Be not weary in well-doing. You shall reap if you faint not. Galatians 6 and 9.